Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 79 of the Wrestling Journal Podcast, brought to you by WrestleBuzz at WrestleBuzz on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, at WrestleBuzz with three Zs on Twitter. Good morning. What's up, buds? It's Joseph Crush along here with, uh, you know, the usuals. NJ3, the professional, holding it down on episode mm-hmm. 78. Yes. Huge shout out. I had a hard time remembering, had a hard time remembering what episode it was in the moment. I like, I'm looking at my screen. I'm like, man, I really could use Tommy right now. <laughs> just a, I was just like, a, hey, hold on. One second. Let me just text Tommy and double check what episode we're on. Just a big shout out to you, dude. Uh, we, we could, as you said, we couldn't get a uh, tight schedule on last week for the, for the episode. It was my fault. So I felt like I had to put this one on my shoulders. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, I was busy with the business. You guys are ready for me and you guys are good friends and brothers and uh, Nick's just a bad person. And, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna take this one, and you know what? I like doing it. It was fun. I hope it, I was able to, you know, we got a lot deliver of, something. We got a lot of good feedback from the listeners, um, so it's much appreciated. Maybe going forward, you, you just do episodes by yourself and just forget. Fuck us, right? Like, <laughs> no, about no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Too sweet. But it'll be a one man band. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but thank you again for doing that. You saw how that ended. Released. <laughs> yeah. God. Jeez. We'll get into that. Uh, bad news. How are you? Good morning. Good morning, boys. What's going on? What's going on? Um, so we always just we like to poke fun at, at Nikki Noodles for not being here. Um, this week he's out on business, technically, if you if you want to call it that. Um, he's on his way to meet the doctor herself, DMD Britt Baker, and uh, he's doing me a favor by getting me a, a an autograph. So um, he's maybe he, get me an autograph. Uh, maybe that'd be nice to surprise me. I mean, shoot. You should you should let him know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know or maybe he should just think about these nice he should, things. You know, he should. He really should. You know what? Like um, we have a wrestling podcast. I mean, we talk about it every week, but that's okay. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe he'll surprise us. Maybe he will. Maybe. I still haven't paid him, so he's doing it all on his dollar. I may not pay him. Just if he if he doesn't bring you back something, a gift, NJ three, I'm not going to pay yeah. him for the for the autograph. That's what I'm talking about. That'll make me feel better. Thank you. <laughs> And I think uh, this he's going to Rhode Island Comic Con. Um, I believe Adam Cole is there too, from what he told me. So, uh, dude, if if Nick took a sweet chin music for Adam Cole, <laughs> he's gonna he make me so happy. We know his obsession with Burt Baker. He may get a little close. Um, mm. And Adam Cole may have something to say about that. So we'll see what happens. We see we we seen what he said to uh, Tony Schiavone, and I've called Nick the Tony Schiavone of the Wrestling Journal podcast before, um, not by skill but by creepiness. And uh, yep. so we'll see what happens. Uh, good luck to you, Nikki Noodles. I hope you come back with my autograph in hand um, and you have a great time. So we'll see you next. Maybe we'll see you next week. I don't know. We won't see you next week. So we'll, we'll see you in four weeks, buddy. Um, <clears throat> listen, we're on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you can download podcasts. Um, if you're on Apple Podcasts, I think Spotify also does reviews as well now. So wherever you can leave us a review, don't just leave it strict at Apple. Um, leave us a review, leave us a five star rating. It's much greatly appreciated. Um, 
And NJ3, I mean, we had a long week. You work a lot. Oh my god. What Dude. helps what helps you get through what helps you get through that week though? Listen, Joey, I'm so glad you asked because to be quite honest, I have to I gotta share with everyone. You know, when when you have something so good, so good for you and and just makes you better. And it's not just going to church. I mean, it's not just saying your prayers and taking your vitamins. It's drinking nerd focus. Okay. There's there's an ingredient called ginkgo biloba. All right. Okay. It's a word of the day, ginkgo biloba. All right. It's a it's a, it's like a vitamin for your mind. The drink is a vitamin for your mind. It's a, it's the thing drink. It's the energy drink that gives you everything you need. It's not just about getting pumps. All right. Sure, I can pump up the muscles. Right. I mean, look at Johnny Hungy. Clearly, he's pumped up. But you also need to pump up your mind. You got to pump up your brains. You need the whole package. That's what this gives you. Nerd focus. It is that thing drink to pump you up. Okay. Um. And of course, being a listener to our podcast, we of course thank you for supporting us. So we want to support you supporting us. And in doing so, use the code ND20 at checkout. But in order to really support us, you have to go to our link tree on either Instagram or Twitter. Go to that link tree, use the link. It'll take you right to the website. No weird looking way, just normal nerd focus. Just has to go through our link. Use the code ND20 at checkout. Uh, you get 20% off. You order two or more and you get free shipping. Now, usually when you try to go to like 7-Eleven or like Walmart or Stop and Shop or wherever you go shopping, they usually run two for five specials, three for six specials. How about an energy drink for less than $2 a pop? Wow. Right? Mm-hmm. You ain't getting that at Monster. You ain't getting that at Red Bull. You ain't getting that with Bang or Rains, C4s. They're all delicious, but they don't give you the whole package. All right? They give you the pump. We also need the brain muscle. Nerd focus. Drink nerd with us, boys and girls. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I need I needed a couple after this week. What a week. Oh boy. Mentally this week it was tough. You. You, what about uh you know, all those who uh I know. unfortunately or future endeavored? Yeah. Um we should send a pack to all of them. We should. Yeah. I'll reach out to our uh <laughs> paper champion, uh fantasy wrestling done right. Say it every week, thepaperchampion.com. Listen, it's getting close to the end of season five. Um Signups will be available soon. We will keep you posted on that. But uh, check it out. I, I just looked at the standings. NJ3 holding it down again at first place. Jeez, man. I'm struggling. Damn, oh my God. I mean, listen, it's been a long season. I've been at the top for a long time. It doesn't bode well for me. Because usually, if you're at the top for this long, someone's going to come take you down well, eventually. I can't stay on top forever. You're, you're like you're running like Roman right now. So you got that, that, yeah. long, that long dominant run. At, at I know, the and then the Braun Breaker of 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 our paper champion standings might come and try to take me down after one match. Yeah, so it's close. I'm I'm losing ground at the, I'm in the sixth spot. I might be going to seventh next week. Who knows what's going to happen? I got to make some moves here. Um, Tommy holding that mid card down, brother. I love it. Uh, yeah. you're, just, you're just a workhorse of the Wrestling Journal podcast. <laughs> um, I might I might have to turn heel and on Jersey and uh, NJ three here, and it might come for his head. I might have to make a jump for him, but. I don't know. <clears throat> I might have to delegate myself to the to the kickoff show. We'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thepaperchampion.com, fantasy wrestling done right. Shout out to a boy, Eric James, holding it down. Uh, we uh, hopefully get some news on season six soon. I know the inside scoop, so you guys, you know, you know how it is. Oh, I but, can't uh, wait to hear this. It's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. So check it out there, thepaperchampion.com. Uh, look out for signups uh, for season six, which should be believe after wrestlemania so you have a few months but uh just get ready for it. it's gonna be a good time 
And as always, ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestleBuzz. Uh, go support us there. Um, still working on that podcast shirt. Uh, hopefully it comes sooner than later. But uh, right now we have the WrestleBuzz logo up there. Uh, you can go there, buy a shirt, support WrestleBuzz and the Wrestling Journal podcast. And, uh, you know, help us out. It's a good time. ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestleBuzz. <clears throat> now, mm. the good stuff. Well, the bad stuff. Tommy, <laughs> it's been a long time. Uh, it's almost like a quarterly uh a quarterly touchback with you i think it's yes, kind, of sir, tr- yeah. kind of the trend here um <laughs> we got some bad news to speak what, what's going on i'm afraid i've got some bad news well seems the key word in the last two almost two years you know people getting released from WWE and their contracts and i mean this this week what happened on thursday yeah and man, woof, was it a doozy? I mean, just some of the names: Karrion Cross, Scarlett, Keith Lee. Um, I mean, it just Frankie Monet, B Fab, who just recently got called up to SmackDown with the rest of Hit Row, and after one week gone, it's just like and not to mention and so many others. It's just unreal. And I mean, I don't know. At this point, what can you say? Yeah, you, you can't. I mean, it's just it is. It's what they're doing. Unfortunately, I mean, obviously. He's, I mean, uh, I think the biggest heel in wrestling right now is Nick Khan, obviously, you know, all these these cuts he's doing. And obviously, Vince has to sign off. And he's like, so he wants to cut the dead weight. But, I mean, these people are considered dead weight. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, Keith Lee, first ever double champ down in NXT when it was the original NXT. I mean, right there. But comes to the main roster, gets screwed up. And Karrion Cross, dominant champion, NXT. Comes up to the main roster without Scarlet, without his entrance, and look what happens to him. Gets gets destroyed as always. So it's just recurring theme the last two years, and it just sucks, man. It really does. I mean, most of these most of these guys will probably go to AEW wherever and probably do great. But here, I mean, WWE just keeps shooting themselves in the foot time and time again with this. And I don't know, just it's annoying. <laughs> oh, it's annoying for sure. Um, let me give you. I'll give a run down the full list. I'm sure anyone listening is aware of the situation, but obviously we have to address it. Uh, it's this list is in alphabetical order, so there's no uh, list of importance here. But uh, BFAB, like you said, Ember Moon was released. Ember, yeah. Eva, yeah. Eva Marie, Frankie Monet, uh, Grand Metalik, who I believe requested his release. Yeah. Uh, Harry Smith. We'll get into that. Uh, Jeet Rama, Jesse Kamea. Karrion Cross, uh, Katrina Cortez, who just real quick, when these names were getting released, I was at work. Um, and I was trying to feed all the names to you guys as fast as I could. And Sean Ross Sapp was the one dropping names. And he like kind of kind of fucked me up a little bit because he said Katrina Cortez from Legado del, del Fantasma. And so I just thought he'd put out uh, Electra's real name. Yeah. So that's what all I thought. I'm like, why would they get rid of her? Like they're literally like in the middle of something right now with her and i'm like you know what i wouldn't put it past him so whatever i was just i brushed it by but then he ended up uh correcting himself and this is another uh wrestler down he just he said it was going through like just as we were the names kept popping up to him mm. and he kind of just got caught up in, in the mix which is totally fine he corrected himself but i at the time i was like what are they doing electra's like really good and that wouldn't make sense so um, but yeah, like you said, Keith Lee, Wednesday Dorado, which makes sense with Grand Metal League going. Um, yeah. Mia Yim, shocker. Uh, this one, the biggest shock to me, and I don't want, we're not going to talk bad. We have to let them know they've got released, but Nia Jax got released. 
which is, I mean, I thought she was ironclad, to be honest with you. After, yeah, after yeah. everything she's been through, again, we'll get into it. Uh, Oni Lorcan, um, mm. fun fact on the apparently rumored on the uh, on the press release that was sent out throughout the company, his last name is spelled wrong. Um, <laughs> that he was released, which is disgusting. Um, Scarlet, as you said, Trey Baxter, who we just kind of were getting used to on NXT a little bit. He had the storyline with his girlfriend, uh, Cora Jade. So that's a, sh- a bummer for him. And then Zeta Ramir, who I'm sure I believe we've seen on NXT. Uh, NJ3, you can correct Yeah, she did a couple enhancement matches. Yeah. You know, so, um, she's had a couple decent matches. Nothing like big winning, but, you know, she, you know, too soon a yeah. lot. But um, please go ahead. So, yeah, like Tommy, you said it already. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say anyone's more important than the other, but Keith Lee. Yeah, I mean, how do you fuck that up? I mean, come on. A common question that's said in this, uh, that's going to be said today. How do you yeah. fuck that up, right? Um, and Karen Cross, obviously, we've talked about him weeks on weeks. And it, it, is it almost like better that he's gone than he's here, <laughs> like putting, dealing with the bullshit? Um, <clears throat> But it's you know what what gets me more pissed off and uh, NJ3 I'll come to you in a second is the reasons behind why they're doing it. So it's not like I believe Wednesday they had their third quarter uh, call and yeah. um, what's the th- what's the third quarter uh, financial call whatever you want to call it. and they discussed how <clears throat> they made I don't want I don't know if they said record profits or so they had surprisingly good profits from the third quarter. And then the next day they've released 18 people. And on top of that, the, um, the CFO, uh, I have her name here, Christina Salen, who was on that call talking resigned after the 18 releases because she, I, I would assume she it was fucking bad shit. Crazy. The CFO of WWE resigned after the releases so that can that say a lot i think so um i don't know i it's i'm like at this point you're and we said we've said this already which is scary to me as a wwe fan that we're almost like numb to it at this point and it seems like once a quarter they're uh they're gonna be doing stuff like this and nick i've granted nick khan had i believe had come out and said this is going to be a constant, uh, more happening more than it used to. Like it used to be once a year after WrestleMania, there'd be a few releases and that was it. So, but now it seems like it's four times a year that at least 10 people a pop. Like well, you're going to run out of, I don't know, whatever. Um, Andrew three, another week. It's been, it's been a while. It's been a, we've had a, a nice little run here without some like, crappy talk granted we, we we talked down about the shows because the quality sucks but we get we get this this kind of we we kind of got prepped for it i think sean russap had or russell votes had uh tweeted out that there was going to be some sort of releases he or he or she whoever runs that account had said a few we didn't know how many and we thought maybe it was just like behind the scenes stuff but we had 18 talent 18 members of talent released some pretty big names um can i say what are your thoughts i think i know your thoughts but just what's your reaction to it i don't know 
I mean, I guess you can't say you're shocked anymore, right? I mean, that's kind of Tommy, like when he opened up about the news, like you can't be shocked anymore because this is just a little bit too common of occurrence. Um, I just, the, the timing is just a little bit questionable in my opinion, just because you literally just had the, uh, you know, the draft, right? And you highlighted some of these people on these drafts, like Bearcat Lee was drafted to Raw and Karrion Cross was drafted to Raw and Hit Row was drafted to SmackDown. Literally like a week ago, they were on the show. And there was actually good reactions from Keith Lee's, you know, match of how dominant and how like brutal he was in his match Um, squash match. Sure. But it still was a dominant win. And then when you hear this news come out on Thursday, I think it's when the, 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 I guess the hammer came down. It just almost like, it just makes you sit there and question. It's like, where's the loyalty anymore. Right. I know that at the end of the day, it's a business, right? And there's got to be a bottom line. And when you run business, you can't run it friendly. You have to run business. But if you think about this type of business, you have to think about the future, right? You know, for a long time before NXT was NXT and, and Joey, think, you know, think back to when you and I went to WrestleMania 29 together, right? And we were at the uh, Continental Airlines Arena and they had some NXT matches and some of the newer people that are kind of, kind of coming up. It's almost like they had like a development, but before that, they had, you know, whatever the, the thing in Florida, but it didn't, I don't know, it produced a lot in like the 90s and early 2000s, but then there was like almost like a quiet lull, yeah, right? And I feel like that's like the turning of the tide. And like, I feel like then they tried to recreate it with like that real original version of NXT, and then they had that crap on with Matt Stryker, and that just didn't show. work out. And then, yeah, yeah and then, then you had them kind of go back to what they were trying to do back in those nineties and two thousands, when you had the Randy Orton's, the John Cena's, the, you know, Dave Batista's, the Brock Lesnar's kind of come up in those camps. Like you kind of started doing that again. Now they were playing around with like some obscure characters. Um, you know, Liv Morgan's, I forget CJ Parker, right? His, his gimmick, if anyone can remember, here's like a little trivia, his gimmick back in the day was like, he was like against pollution and he was like a hippie. Yeah. And that was weird. Seth Rollins was a, was a, was a two-toned hair rocker. He wasn't the architect. He wasn't, you know, the King Slayer, the Beast Slayer, the, the, you know, the Noodle Slayer, the Noodle Eater, whatever you want to call him. Like, he wasn't that yet. But they were still doing something, right? So when you started to kind of develop it, you figured you need talent down there. You need to be able to populate that system, right? Like any sort of sports system, yeah. AAAs and, you know, AHL and, and whatever you want, a G League, right? So when you literally have success with these people and you've seen Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, you know, like I know not, I, I can keep going on and on. You've had success. So why, why be so quick to throw away something, right? If you think back to Survivor Series, I think 2019, keep me honest, mm-hmm. Keith Lee did something in that ring and that moment was so big, but he didn't feel overshadowed when he stood there toe to toe with, I believe it was, I know it was, I think it was Roman, him and Roman Reigns, I think ended the match. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dude, that was almost like, like almost like a, a light, I want to say passing a torch because you don't pass a torch from the tribal chief and he wasn't the tribal chief. And then almost the lighting of Keith Lee's torch. Mm-hmm. You already had your main roster guy. All you had to do was just continue the storyline. Don't, don't forget this. I get it. The, 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 I'm sorry to interrupt. The, don't forget the Brock no. Lesnar thing in the Royal Rumble too. Eh? Yes. It, there's two moments on the main roster when he wasn't even on the main roster that eh? were talked about. And, and you just saw it was right there. Eh? It was, eh? handed, it was shown to you. It was done. 
That was you don't need Bear right had there. nothing. You don't need to do nothing. You just literally just transition him up to the main roster, have him graduate. You can have people graduate early. You don't have to have that full NXT run. He was ready for the main roster after Survivor Series and Royal Rumble. He was ready. And he, he ready could have literally been a main event too. player. Yeah. So, and you know, same thing with Karrion Cross. You know, we, we talk about the girls a lot. If you look at the girls' rosters on Raw and SmackDown, there's like six girls on each show. There's like, there's no, there's no talent depth. Yeah. There's talent. There's no depth. Mm-hmm. We like you're gonna th- you're gonna call stupid and have to like think back and you had Hit Row come out on SmackDown. You took out B Fab's part in the entrance, obviously because she's not there, and then you have it completely ignored. Like we're not stupid. I don't like being treated yeah. like a stupid fan, mm-hmm. and it bothers me because they want us to forget like it never happened, but we know that it happened. And I'm just, I'm just, I'm sad for them, I, but I'm also happy for them. Because Karrion yeah. Cross came out on Twitter and someone's like, oh, yo, let me get that helmet. He's like, dude, you don't want that piece of shit. Yeah. Someone came out to Keith Lee about that. He's like, oh, that Bearcat thing wasn't, was Keith Lee's idea. He's like, no, it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. You know? The, uh, one thing, it's one just, thing. It's, it's tough. Man. Yeah. Things are going to come to me as the episode goes on. But like, um, I just have, and you mentioned the, how they took BFAB out of the intro. I uh, I just listened to Corey Graves podcast yesterday while I was at work and he had top doll on. I don't know when they record, but either if it was after, I don't think it was after because like if the episode dropped on Friday, right? Maybe they recorded on Thursday. I don't know. But top doll, when he was mentioning who he was with in hit row, B fab wasn't in. He didn't mention B fab and either they edited it out or they he just didn't bring her up because it was too soon but it was like just really weird that he didn't say that by the way it was a very good interview i would highly recommend uh highly recommend checking it out after the bell podcast for uh Corey graves but uh it was, it was just odd man they, the fact that they took already took her out of the in, the intro which i think it's wild and then um her, him not mentioning her on the podcast was just crazy but uh Keith Lee is, the, I, it, we mentioned Nia Jax. Like, listen, uh, the track record over. Someone the, don't want to lose their job. Yeah, and it's yeah, never, never that case. Even Marie, granted, we don't. Our opinions of their wrestling ability is is not good, but even Marie's fine. That's the only thing. What's Nia going to do? I mean, granted, she has, she's paid. She's in a family that is known in the wrestling business, so she's. I think she'll be okay. Whether it's acting, modeling, uh, plus size modeling, whatever she wants to do, but like she's thirty seven, I think, or something like that. Like she never really got going and she, she didn't really get going. Like, like she's not, I don't think she's going to be, maybe she'll go to like women of wrestling. I don't know. Like, is that like a thing? Oh, like, that's oh, nice. Nice. Bring up. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Nice so like, spot for some of these girls. Exactly. So that's, that's another good thing. I don't know what their contracts are going to be looking like, but like girls like Jesse Kamea that really never got going. Um, yeah. yeah. 37. Good for you, Joey. Damn. Good I heard, I heard it yesterday. I'm not going to lie, but like, <laughs> oh, okay. um, Zeta Ramir uh, and other uh, the other one uh, Katrina Cortez. I'm not again. They may have a backing already that I'm not familiar with. They can go somewhere where they're proven. I just didn't get to see a lot of them where I would be like, they're going to go to AEW, like an Ember Moon, a Mia yeah. Yim who should really go to AEW because yeah. as much as AEW is doing really good over there and they're having this this huge tournament right now, they still they just added on a new title. They need they need some top notch competitors so i still in my opinion so i think ember and mia should really take a look 
or try to get over there. Mia has the bag, uh, the history with impact. So she might go there. Um, and I hate to like, they just got fired. I hate to like fantasy book what they're going to do, but it's also, I mean, we're fans, so I guess we have to, but, uh, I, we have to report on it. It's kind of yeah. our journalistic duties is to be able to kind of talk about this in future predict. Yeah. Um, me and Tom, had brought up before and Keith Lee will and should go to AEW and just kind of rub it in their face of what he can do and be the, and be a main event guy. Um, the one thing, and it's, I'm not saying this in a negative way. The one thing AEW doesn't really have is for one, they don't have many big guys there and mm-hmm. they don't have many African-American wrestlers that are at least utilized in a like really good way. So I think he could change that narrative. He can go over there and make a statement and his, his actual style of wrestling fits in perfect where he could have bangers on that roster, man. So I really hope uh, we get to see him again. Um, just going down the list again. Harry Smith, I brought him up before. Uh, we never saw him. Eh. He had a dark. He had a couple of dark matches on SmackDown. He signed. They had a backstage video of him. We never saw him on TV, and I thought that was kind of a lock. Yeah. Um, Especially after the most recent Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you figure. You figure at least. I mean, uh, out of respect, give him at least like a six month trial or at least a storyline. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't have the quotes here in front of me exactly, but I'll kind of paraphrase. Rumors are swirling, coming from dirt sheets, so take it with a grain of salt. Um, Apparently, people behind the scenes are saying that it's budget cuts um, for the releases, or that's what they got told. There was uh, a few, apparently, that four to five that were released because of not getting vaccinated. Um, We'll leave that at that, and wait till the official stuff comes out because i don't want to get into that's too out of our league for to talk about and uh going forward apparently the narrative is that if you're a veteran on the roster and you're not really on tv you have a chance of getting released so you can look at the 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 list of people that are quote-unquote veterans that aren't on tv a lot this isn't counting like Lesnar and Edge, guys. That's they're legends. They're yeah. Legends, not veterans. <laughs> yeah. I just want to make sure people understand. But like guys like uh um who can we think of? Like a John Morrison, maybe. Yeah, Morrison, yeah. His wife just got released. Huh? Um, oh, they, they'd release him in a heartbeat. Yeah. I know he's working Austin Fear right now in, in on the London tour. So I, maybe they're just holding him down for that aspect. But like um Where's Elias? I brought him up the other day to talk to you guys. Like, what about him? Like, I thought he would be a part of that. Well, list. didn't you see his tombstone? He passed away at age four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. What'd they do with that? Nothing. May he rest, wow. in, may he rest <laughs> in peace. Um, Guys, like, we haven't seen Shane Thorne, and we saw that new horrible gimmick that they were pushing with him on the house shows, which is disgusting. Um. I don't know. It's it's worrisome. They don't know what they're they don't know what they're doing. No, they don't. Yeah, I mean, they don't. The that's, only thing- that's the problem. That's what scares me, Joey. Is yeah. is go ahead. I was gonna say they, they have like the only thing they know what they're doing is with Roman, and that's it, which is like yeah. worrisome. But that's what I'm saying. There's there's gonna come a point where Roman can't wrestle yeah. on the three or different or four different shows that they have, right? You can't do that. There's gonna come a point where there's no challengers left and there's no one coming. And what makes me sad when I think about the Royal Rumble this year is who's gonna be a surprise? Yeah. They're all gone. 
Yeah. Anyone that we'd want to see from like NXT, like, yo, we might see this person. No. You don't want to oh, see Adam Cole. No. You don't want to see all gone. Stop it, Braun Breaker. I'll give you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say that. I would say you don't want to see Joe Gacy come out at number thirty. <laughs> Dude, that guy's he's it's not good, man. It's not good. <laughs> you know what's really funny? During his interview this week with Joe Gacy, actually reminded me of like a very early cult Bray Wyatt. Like very early. Like I'm saying like NXT before it was on TV, cult Bray yeah. Wyatt. Like his interview was very strange and eerie, but no, I'm not on board. Yet. Maybe that's why I'm, I'm a little attached um, to him. I have I get like I know you are. You like obscure horror characters. I know you do. You have a soft spot for them. I know. So I know. That's why you like Nick so much, because he's obscure. Um, say at least, but and Nick's and Nick's a Vince McMahon. I was wishing Nick was on the podcast. I want to rip him to fucking shreds today because he's a Vince McMahon apologist, and it just it just fucking irks me that he doesn't see like what AEW's doing. And like, listen, don't get me wrong, right? AEW signed a lot of the people like three and five year deals, right? I was reading a little information, okay. so there could come a point where AEW might actually have their own first set of releases, not just like one person here or there, like five or six people it could happen it may happen in about a year a year and a half it's just the way that wwe has done us in the last couple of years just leaves us with no faith and and like tommy said in our group chat the amount of names released this year alone could start an entire company mm-hmm. yeah there's not, like not not a show 25 people or something like that yeah not a, not not a show a company and it's just sad because like we could like i Dude, Keith Lee, Roman Reigns, that could have been something special. Yeah. Carrying Cross, Big E, dude. I was just oh so excited this past couple of weeks, and granted, we were I was we weren't here last week to talk about it, but I I had such high hopes for that U.S. title picture with Damian Priest, Keith Lee, Carrying Cross, and T Bar. I was yeah. like, this is what we're getting. This is fantastic. Yo, bring bring back NXT real quick, right there. I like you. I, I just thought that that's what we were getting. I was super excited. I was like, all right, they see this. They see the. That make this mid card title mean something by having these four guys rotate in matches, have a triple threat for the number one contender, have a fatal four way at Survivor Series, some crazy shit. Yeah. And no, no, no. T- half of them are gone. T bar and nothing against T bar, but T bar and Mace are still around. Like, what's what's the difference between T? So you see something in Mace, right? And I'm I'm, not, I'm saying he should lose his job, but this is I bring this back up every time. There's this these groups of releases. You keep around guys like Mace and Akira Tozawa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing against them, but like that's not good TV. Mm-hmm. When you have guys like Keith Athletic, Lee. Athletic, but yeah. I'd rather keep Keith Lee over Reggie. Karen oh, Cross over Reggie. Oh, don't, don't hate on Reggie, son. He's a, he's a champ. No, I'm not hating on Reggie, but I'm, <laughs> I'm just no, I know he's a champ. Okay, he's a, okay. But you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they have these guys like in these backstage roles that play zero part, but they're on the but they're not budget cut, they're not roster cut. I mean, Vince telling, Lamp, I was just telling Tom, and I could I could be wrong. I hate I, Vince McMahon. I say as well, I hate him. Yeah. Vince McMahon is literally the Dallas Cowboys of the 90s, right? He's, he's and I'm not saying I'm a Giants fan. I'm saying legitimately, the Dallas Cowboys of the 90s was like, was it, right? And they still live in that moment. Vince yeah. McMahon is still yeah. in the 1990s right now in his mind. Vince McMahon did not save WWE. Stone Cold Steve Austin saved WWE. No Stone Cold, we would have no WWE today. Vince McMahon needs to get the fuck out of the 90s right now. Understand that you're in the 2020s and do and actually act like it. AEW is coming, all right? Their shows are more enjoyable. It's better professional wrestling. We have better feuds, better story building, new characters. 
a platform for the wrestlers to be wrestlers. And you're over here promoting the, the sports entertainment and superstars. You don't have many superstars coming up. All you have is what you have on the main roster. God forbid Roman Reigns fucking hurts himself in the ring. What is going to happen? Uh, not going to be good. <laughs> He's a tribal chief, and no, one's gonna, no one should take him down now. But an injury or father time could. What are you going to do what on SmackDown this, without him? What does it say? Fair I, I kind of want to transition, but before that, you just said AEW is coming. I don't think – and I'm not saying this is a good thing. I don't think they care. That's the whole point. It's uh. like – if they cared, they would be doing different things. They're making yeah. so much freaking money. I don't know how, but they are with all these deals with wherever they make deals with. And Dude, marketing, advertising. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. They, they don't care. It, they're the, the storylines, the product on TV, for whatever reason, seems to be less than the list of what they give a shit about. So that, and as a fan, we're <laughs> that, that hurts us more than. They give. They don't care. They, that's what it is. So we have to rely on Tony and AEW to keep us entertained thoroughly. Where WWE is going to be there, and like, fortunately, like I'm not, I don't want to say I'm a. It's like a drug, but like I'll never stop watching WWE. I can't. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we we can't, right? It's 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 a it's ingrained in us. We've yeah. grown up with it. I can't not watch it. But best believe, after Survivor Series, it's going to be a long time before I willingly want to go to another show. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm going to Survivor Series because of what it is, but I don't want to go to the show for a while. So like I hold that I, I, hold, I don't hold your hold your Survivor Series thoughts. I have it for the end of the show, but um, I did want to transition from that last thing you were talking about. Um, well, not really, but people, who, what you were saying, and like how is this going to want to keep guys like Ko, Johnny Gargano, and Kyle O'Reilly, guys like contracts are coming up within months. How are they going to? Why would they want to stay around? Yeah. And um, from what from what was said, apparently Kyle and Gargano had a dark match last night on SmackDown, and we know how that goes. Yeah, never good. Yeah. <laughs> so either they're getting it looks like they're getting evaluated because that's what seems these dark matches meant. Not like all right, getting ready for you to come up on the main roster, but uh, potentially we either see Kyle and Johnny stay. Or and they, they come up on the main roster or they leave and they do whatever else they got to do. Um, Tommy, I mean, we've seen the it's almost kind of like the history of like bringing up NXT guys is similar to like having dark matches. We've seen people have dark matches either get fired or go back down to NXT. Johnny and Kyle are two big names from NXT, if not the biggest right now. Um, do we see them staying, sticking around after what just happened? What do you, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, at this point, I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe, uh, I mean, maybe Kyle might, but I mean, Johnny, you know, Candace being pregnant, who knows, you know, yeah. maybe just wants like a fresh start or whatever. Cause I mean, what else does he have to do down in NXT? You know, I mean, and you know, when he comes into the main roster, if he does stay, he's going to get lost up here, unfortunately, being that he's a smaller guy and, we know what happens to smaller guys up here, unfortunately. So it just, I don't know. It's going to be tough. I mean, and I think KO, I really think he's, he's waiting. He's counting down the days to leave. I really do. Cause all his buddies are now in AEW and I think he'll just go there and, you know, they'll just set the world on fire with, you know, with all the storylines they could do. And he's just, he's probably just looking around and he's like, what's like, what's going on here? I mean, I know they're getting paid a nice 
chunk of change. But I mean, at the end of the day, you, I think you want to be happy with what you're doing, right? I mean, just yeah. you go up to work every day. And it's like, oh, uh, like it's today a day I get released, you know, or type of thing. Because obviously no one's untouchable. I mean, unless you're, you know, Reigns or Lesnar, et cetera. You know what I mean? So it's just, I don't know. Nah, not yeah. good. <laughs> but And NJ3, like with the potential of them leaving, how how much can AEW do? Like how many how many guys can they so take? much? I know I know we joke about it all the time. If you take this roster of eighteen, I think the number said it was eighteen that got released. Maybe four max would yeah. would possibly be on the radar. I think it would have to be the two guys and the two girl. Well, technically three girls and the two guys that you brought up. I think Karrion Cross, Keith Lee, Mia Yim, Ember Moon, and Scarlet. I think those would be the only ones at this time that have that would be really viable options for them because even for them they have a pretty loaded roster themselves. Like they have to fill out four shows on a weekly basis. The more people you bring in, the less we see of hangman, the less yeah. we see of, you know, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not going to, I'm giving an example. We're going to see plenty of hangman cowboy shit all day. You know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what I mean? Like the more you bring of them, the less you'll see of what brought us to AEW in the first place, which is the differing rest, the different mm-hmm. wrestling company. So you want to be careful with that too. Yeah, and like, cause you, yeah. you can you can name off guys like Kyle would fit well over there. You could potentially bring back sure some sort some sort of undisputed era maybe. Um, Ko fits over there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but dude, Bra- bringing Cole Punk and Brian in huge, huge, yeah. huge moves. Yeah. But yeah. also, those are huge time takers on shows because those guys need to be on shows weekly. Is is Bray coming soon? Like, uh, yeah, it's another one. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't uh, think so. Don't think so. No, Where's it going? I think he's going to impact. No, impact. it's already. I think they yes. got. I think they got shot down, man. Oh no, man! Don't scare don't me, brother. Me. Don't uh, scare me, bro. He's not going there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a what a, what a time! Maybe he's coming. Maybe he's coming back to WWE. Who knows? <laughs> to get re-released again? I would. I would be so pissed if he came back to WWE. You have no idea. Unless, unless they put him up. Like, if he came back, he's not. But if he came yeah. back. It would have to be against Roman. And exactly. He, yeah. And he, yep. would, he would have to be the guy. Yeah. I, yep. That's the only thing I would be okay with. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Um, but it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's not going to happen. So <clears throat> another week. It's been a while. So uh, hopefully it just doesn't happen anytime soon. Again, um, I wish nothing but the best to everyone that got released that that needs jobs. Not everyone on this list. I mean, like there's guys on here, girls in here that that can survive for a while. So, oh yeah, we have two uh, initials. Of dot com. Well, Scarlet's already getting on that. So shout out. Um, wink, wink. How many? Wait, how many blink? Double blink if you ran. Yeah, blink it, blink it, blink it. I'm blinking. Um, but we'll see what happens. Uh. Just, it just sucks. 18 freaking people, man. Wow. It's it's crazy. And then I again before this is the last thing I'm gonna say. And uh it kind of shows how heartless they are, but or they just not aware. I was telling Tom before that I'm pretty sure I saw on Twitter that B Fab had just she just got a new contract for SmackDown and she just moved, moved up and left everything she had wherever she lived before. I think she moved to Florida and moved everything and now. You get shit can like that's just fucking ridiculous, man. That's why like Johnny's not, they do. Johnny's not There's safe. No, Johnny's not no. safe. Who cares? Who cares is Brendan? <clears throat> so I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. Um, I hope nothing but the best though. Seriously. Um, I so I kind of with this 
topic being at hand here, I kind of don't really want to talk about WWE much at all this week. I'm kind of just bitter. Can we just say one thing? King Woods, new theme song. Pretty cool. Let's move I, on. I missed it. I, I didn't it hear cool. it. It's nice. It's cool. It's on social media, if you want to look okay. on there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It out. Um, all I want to say is that, and if we're going to see King Woods Tribal Chief. Yeah. Is that a thing you think? Okay. I might be. Oh, yeah. The way they oh, really? set it up last night, yeah. I was thinking, because um, I heard That's what happened. That's cool. That's cool. I was. I heard what happened, and uh, I, I I thought Biggie was going to come in for a save or something, and then set up the tri- the bloodline versus New Day again for Survivor Series or something. I don't know. We'll see. But I would love King Woods King Woods versus Roman. Um, well, if you saw SmackDown fully, you would see why Chomp Tommy are saying that it looks like yeah. it's going to be King Woods Roman Reigns and that. If that's the that's the literally the only positive thing about about wrestling this week in WWE. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And then I so I was gonna bring up later, but fuck it. Uh, I think on NXT they kind of teased Champa Gargano, which is also yeah. cool. It's kind of a, like they're still holding on. They're just like, all right, we're changing NXT, but maybe we'll throw in little bits and pieces here of the old stuff. But I liked how yeah, they did it's like, it. Tri- it's like Triple H, Shawn Michaels. You can just you yeah. can revisit it anytime you want. <clears throat> I liked. I think they. Uh, I didn't get to see the whole episode, but I believe Trumpa was uh, getting attacked by um, Mello and Trick Williams, and then Gargano was coming out for a save. And then, like once his music hit, he came behind him and like Trumpa clenched the belt. It's just like little things mm-hmm. like that that like yeah, yeah, yeah. True professionals, um, yeah. they know what they're doing. They don't know yeah. how to tease without even saying a word. There's a yeah. look and there's a movement you can do, and that's yeah. all you got to do. And that's why that's why they're the best in terms of NXT. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, Give me one second, boys. I'm just going to be quick. And I'll, I'll edit this out, but I just got to do something. One second. Wow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, man. Tommy, did you see? Uh, oh, Joey's back already. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> that was quick. I was going to say, do you see some of the Yankee roster moves? I don't know if they're going to bring Brett Gardner back, but uh, maybe they're not. I don't think they are. To be yeah. honest, I, 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 I feel bad saying this, but I think it, they need to fix the roster. Stop oh. with the paying people for what you did in 2009 when they want to get. Just absolutely. we need to fix the roster. Stop. Yep. yep, absolutely. Let's go, Knicks. Bing bong. Yeah, that was a nice win last night. Yo, yo. All right, we're back. Um, all right. So what I want to get into now, <clears throat> AEW stuff, real quick. Well, first we got a shout out to Mox. Uh, yes. Pretty crazy news coming out this week from Tony from TK that uh, Mox admitting himself into inpatient rehab for alcoholism. So I mean, it's something crazy to admit, but I believe that's the hardest part. And uh, <laughs> So shout out to him for doing that, and uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm out of breath. I'm not crying. Sure, you're not crying. <clears throat> but uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, he was in the middle of stuff. It's it's it must be a tough time for him uh, to 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 go through that. So nothing but the best from Ox. His book just came out, so it's pretty crazy. It's pretty pretty wild time for him. Uh, and we'll see what happens going forward. Um, I heard him and Renee are leaving Las Vegas too. By the way, I heard they're going to be moving. Yeah, I think they're going back to Ohio. Yeah, her. which might yeah. be best for him. And you know what? Honestly, I know we'll move on to like more of a lighter topic, <clears> but good for him. You know, I think CM Punk. By the way, you got to tip my hat to him. Yeah, Punk, who doesn't really have a relationship with with Moxley at all, really just from like human to human, 
like just cut like a really good promo. If you need help, one of the strongest things you can do as a human being is if you need help is to ask for help. And, and Punk really, really laid into it really nice on Dynamite. I thought it was a fantastic sentiment. I respect the hell out of that. I respect the hell out of Moxley doing what he's got to do. Um, get what you, get the help you need. You have so much life. You have so much to live for. Don't be, you know, don't feel like you can't because clearly he can. And I thought they just handled it so well. Uh, Tony Khan being a, a good boss and, and, and the locker room guys and girls supporting him, you know that. And his wife clearly supporting him. Renee is, I mean, we only know her for on screen, but she's like just a fantastic human being. And they got the brand new baby girl. So, yeah, you know. No. It, it's it show, goes to show that AEW really handles like real life situations rather well. Mm-hmm. Um, whether uh, us as fans don't really need to be, we don't need to know this type of stuff. And oh yeah, it's cool that they were able to come out and say it and uh, let it keep us in the end. And like you said, Punk delivering that great promo. I don't even call it a promo. Yeah. Just delivering like whatever he delivered and uh, just giving support to Mox too, which is cool. So they don't treat us stupid and that's what i appreciate yeah. like yeah. i know you're right b right they don't owe us a damn thing yeah. none of these companies owe us anything right as as fans but the fact that they don't treat us like stupid fans like wwe does time and time again it makes me just appreciate them more as a whole and just continues to build the goodwill that they have with us and you know what i, I don't want to be i'm this is going to come off like a fans that i don't really like but it, i it's kind of something that has to be said and it's this is kind of a a WWE hit piece this week. I'll call it that. I don't care. But like when you see Mox uh, admitting himself into inpatient rehab for, for alcohol and they come out, acknowledge us, let us know what's going on. Jeff already has alcohol problems and they make a storyline out of it where he's like drunk driving and shit like that. Like yeah. that's, that's the difference yeah. between the two companies. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else? I mean, there's just other, there's so many things you can, you can compare it to. And it just shows where, where it like i don't i in the beginning i was never i wanted wwe to succeed obviously i wanted both to but like i had my my issues with AEW. but like it just you kind of have to like open your eyes a little bit and just realize what makes more sense like what it's not 1990s anymore yeah like it's not it's whatever but um, not even the early 2000s anymore at this point (laughs) it's 2021 uh ironic it is but uh, so with that being said, Mox was involved in the, in the eliminator tournament for the championship uh, number one contender spot. Um, he couldn't compete, obviously. So uh, Miro took his spot, which is cool. Um, Miro took on Orange Cassidy on Dynamite. Nice match. Uh, OC was a little banged up. And uh, Miro took the win. So I believe now it's Miro versus Daniel. I'm sorry, Brian Danielson at, uh, at Joe here. At full gear for the uh, for that final spot. Now, my question was: they brought in Miro kind of quick, right? Like, I'm not sure how how far in advance they knew this. And Mox has been kind of you could see his character kind of turn for like the worst almost. It character, not his actual personality. I was wondering since they bring in Miro for this match, do you think Mox is potentially going to turn heel? Like was that was that the direction they were going in? Like, all right, so let's say they, this is the this is why they're bringing Miro is because he's a top heel in the company. Let's have that similar style match that we're going to have at full gear with Mox and DB or BD, and or they just kind of own like having this match be 
a WWE versus WWE, like XWE guys. I don't know. I'm not sure where they were going with this. Maybe it has nothing to do with anything. I just me, my mom was just thinking like, all right, they're bringing a Miro. He's a top heel. Maybe that's a style match that they were going to go with leading up to it. I don't know. But uh, Andrew three, I mean, Miro versus Brian Danielson is going to be a hell of a match. Uh, I have we seen it before. I was, you know, it's funny you say that when you were saying when they when Miro was, I mean, when Brian was coming from the announce, uh, the announcement, the announcers table, excuse me, and coming to the ring to confront Miro, I was thinking like, have we seen Rusev, uh, Daniel Bryan? And I just, I can't think to the top of my head that we have. And even if we have, it wouldn't be the same match that we'd get today. The, the style of wrestling, even though I know you can say, oh, wrestling is wrestling, but you can see the style of wrestling that AEW does versus WWE is very different. Yeah. The style of wrestling that NXT 1.0 did versus AEW is a little bit more closer in comparison. So even if so, you can even see some of these Daniel Bryan matches that he's had, these like four or five matches he's had thus far are different than what he was doing in WWE main roster. So even if so, if we saw it maybe once before, I think we're going to get a different style match. I think Miro is probably the best version of himself that we've seen since his, you know, even being Alexander Rusev or Rusev. Yeah. Mm. Shout out to Alex. He just Rusev. seems, <laughs> but Hey, Joe, you know that remember, remember back in the day, you told Lana, don't sign my WWE championship belt. Yeah. Boom. When we were uh, in um, WrestleMania 30, 29, when we met her and him 29. Right. That yeah. was, that was funny. Yeah. yeah. Cause they were like, Oh, do you want to, uh, you want, you want her to sign it? No, no, just sign the cover. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible move. Um, should she just be That's right. she, her autograph? Should solely be on that title. Um, to be quite honest, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm excited. Like you said, we have. I don't think we've seen them. If we have, it wasn't like a, a legitimate feud. So it should be a nice, refreshing, uh, a nice, refreshing match. And good uh, for Miro. I mean, because he just dropped the title. What a what a better way to to still stay relevant and then wrestle for a, con- a contendership for the main title for the AEW. That that just I know that it wasn't intentionally booked that way, but it's a pretty uh, pretty good fallback plan for uh, for everyone I think involved. Yeah, Tom, we've been getting mm-hmm. uh, we're getting Inner Circle versus uh, American Top Team at uh, Full Gear. It's kind of made official. Do you mm-hmm. like this? Is a different uh, a different? I think we've brought this up before, but just to see the progression of the past few weeks. Do you like this style? It's a different style than we're normally used to seeing from AEW, and it seems like their their hardcore fan base isn't really a fan of it. Um, do you like the the what they've been doing with like Jericho and Paige Van Zandt, like that style of like entertainment? Are you cool with that? Because like I mean, I thoroughly enjoy it. I think it kind of bring, goes back to like how he used to be with Stephanie back in the day. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's so what. Yeah. I, I kind of like that, like the one liners and like the whatever bringing up OnlyFans. She said she could take on all five of them at once, yeah. which I thought was like a, just a perfect setup. Like I, I mean, I you guess, would giggle when 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 she said that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, think, <laughs> I think it's. I was like, I was like Quagmire, giggity. <laughs> I think it's like preference of t- preference of taste, and I. I don't. I'm not saying anyone's wrong for not liking it, but I think it's fun. I don't know. It's just. I guess a, di- a different style from what we're normally used to seeing on AEW. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm enjoying it. You know, it's definitely. I think they're using obviously inner circle to get these guys over. You know, Ethan Page, Scorpio, and the rest of the guys in the the top team there. Yeah. And you know, if they. I mean, who's better to go with against than Jericho and those guys? You know what I mean? I just. You know, like you said, it's definitely different. But I mean, I don't see a problem. Like you said. Him back in the day with Stephanie was amazing. Like they're calling her like a hoe and all this kind of stuff. I thought that was yeah. great. And you know, Tommy, don't get canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he meant the no, I mean, tool. 
Yeah, yeah, you can't. Yeah, but no, I've enjoyed it. We'll have, to, we'll have to release you. We'll have to release you next week. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. But I'm, I actually looking forward to that match. You know, it's pretty cool. That's what false count or what is that? What kind of match is it? False count anywhere or whatever it is. It's some kind of match. It be, yeah, it might be some yeah. sort of gimmick to it. But uh, no, it's, I, I think it's a way to try to get them all over, which is pretty cool. And it's pretty funny that what's his name is getting involved, Lambert. That's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. you know, I get it. You know, well, that's you'll the get, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it should be good. Yeah, it should be a good time. I, I, I like the build to it. It's it's different from uh, the normal sentiment that we usually get from AW. So I'm, I'm all right with that. Um, kind of like a two parter here, and I know this will be a a, a together question, but uh, NJ three. We're getting Punk versus Eddie Kingston. This is clear. Um, and you know what? I'm as much as I am excited for because the the verbal game is there. The in ring, like the mix of the in ring, should be interesting as well. Um, but remember when Tony Khan's notes got leaked at the Jaguars game, and we saw Punk versus Wardlow. I was really excited for that. And mm-hmm. like, it's unfortunate shout to Wardlow, but. Um, it looks like we're going to get Eddie versus Punk, which I'm totally fine with. Yeah. Um, so we got that started on Dynamite, and then I know we didn't all get to watch Rampage last night, so it's kind of a two-parter. But Andrew, through just before we get into Rampage, just the idea of Punk versus Eddie—I mean, that's got to tickle your fancy, right? I'd say so. I mean, it's probably going to be, you know, I mean, I guess. Do you even want to call Darby Punk a feud versus nah. just? You know what I mean? I, I, don't, I don't want to call it a feud. I want to call it just like a, a really like a, a well fantasy booked match. You have, you know, the best in the world. Right. And you have one of the four pillars of AEW going off in there in his first match. And I thought it delivered. Right. Eddie Kingston could legitimately be his first feud. Right. His first legitimate feud. Um, I know he did a little t- team task stuff, but it didn't like last long enough. Yeah. Um, I know it's hard to build if, if Punk goes over on Kingston, which he kind of should. How do you continue that? But why not have it? You can still run two matches with the two of them and still run a, a decent feud. So for me, I'm super excited because I think I cannot wait to watch the rest of Rampage. I heard they had a really good interaction on the mic. Um, that backstage segment was like, I yes, I know it's fake, but it felt legitimately real. Yeah. Like, well, that's, yeah. What, Eddie, you know that's what Eddie does, though. Yeah. Yeah, he makes everything feel a lot more real than it is. And right, and then you see Ruby Soho holding him back and stuff like that. Like, that was like, like, damn. I'm like, yo, I guess she knows him, right? She knows him, <laughs> and Punk knows him. So like, people know him. Um, so I thought I, it was just like, I, I, I appreciate that kind of stuff. I love Eddie, dude. I think oh, he's good. What a breath of fresh air, like from what we normally see ever. And I, I love his like everything about him. And to your and to your Wardlow Punk point, right, Joey? Guess what? They can still revisit it. Sure. Right? Even if it was on the sheet, they can still revisit it. Because I think a punk MJF feud down the road is definite. Yeah. And you, of course, can have Wardlow be the first salvo for that. Yeah. So don't think we can't get that. I just thought it would be like they would have a program. Like, that's that's what Wardlow seems to be right now. Just secondary. Like, you get you get him leading up to MJF, where I kind of want him to be like a solo thing at some point. Which yeah. we will get. But, um, Tom, you saw the 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 back and forth with punk and kingston last night um this is a pretty big deal um mm-hmm. I, I i hope punk, eddie doesn't hit everyone like how he did with mox and being like you went to wwe you left us behind you forgot about like stuff like that i don't know if that's the direction he's going in but um it seemed pretty intense from what i did see uh it's good stuff right 
Oh, I mean, when he said, I want to say, because, you know, NJD didn't see it yet, but when he said what he said, I was like, whoa. And you see the whole crowd was like, oh, did he really just go there? And oh, shit. Yeah, say so, Tom, say it. Just, just no, okay, he, you can say it. No, he basically said, no one wants you here. No one in the locker room wants you here. And no oh, one has shit. the balls to say it to you. So, yeah. So Ooh, I was okay. like, whoa. I mean, obviously, we know it's scripted, obviously. But, man, like you said, Eddie makes things feel real, and that really felt real. So I was like, holy shit. So this feud really went up a couple of notches. So, it was, yeah, it's going to be good. Can't wait for it. Yeah, it should be a good time. Um, main event of Rampage, Cole versus our boy, Johnny Hungy. Johnny Hungy. Uh, again, didn't get to catch Rampage last night. Tom, you did. So mm-hmm. you're here for us. Um, you had mentioned it was a hell of a match. It was good. Cole came out on top, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, what what are we seeing progression in this feud? With uh, is this a dark order? Because I'm I'm kind of confused of where they're going. Like I know they had the thing on BTE, but isn't Jungle Express involved with the Elite too? Like how how we see this going forward? Are we getting what's the payoff here? Like what are we? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, like, cause, and I think Jungle Express challenged the Super Elite, oh. whatever they call themselves, to like a match at full gear. So, I mean, maybe they just, you know, they'll do this. Maybe Dark Order gets involved or whatever. But I don't think it's over between them. I think this was yeah. just yeah. the first of many matches between Dark Order and them. And hey, I mean, match was awesome. I mean, anytime you put Cole in a match, it's always going to be good. And, you know, Silver, Silver does what he does, man. He's good. You know, he's a clown, but he can wrestle. The guy's good. And, you know, it should be. Should should be good for the next few months. Whatever they're gonna do with them all, yeah, he can go for sure. Um, one last thing I forgot to mention. I apologize. The beginning of the show, uh, Anthony Bowens versus Daniel uh, Brian Danielson. The acclaimed come out. Max Caster, you know how he runs, right? You know he throws those raps down like nobody else. Um, he throws a shot at uh Brian Danielson's father-in-law. We all know who that is uh, John, John Laurinaitis. About you, Johnny Ace. But you know what? Uh, what just happened. So I think it's a way to stay relevant. I don't know if it was approved by Tony, but he fucking said it anyway. And we got it. So, so he's smiling and laughing. Taz oh, controlled yeah. himself on the, on the announce booth at Taz the announce and, table. He was, who else is on? And, and Ricky, Ricky, Ricky Star, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were, they were laughing. Yep. So what, what a, what a good way to end the week, I guess for that. And just kind of, you know, Make sure I don't know, just a shitty week of wrestling, man. Like when it yeah. comes to stuff, they kind of takes over everything and like look at two over the first half of the show for us. And to to be able to come out of that with with Max Caster dropping that line, I thought that was perfect, perfect ending mm-hmm. for uh, the week of wrestling. Um one last thing, Andrew Theory, I'm gonna leave this for you, kinda. What uh one last thing for AW. We we didn't get really to talk about it last week, but uh, Bray Wyatt's contract is officially his 90 days officially up. And I want to get your outside perspective because me and Tom could talk about it for hours. Oh, I know. Um, you, <laughs> of course, <laughs> gotta be. Um, uh, do you think we see him at full? Uh, first of all, do you think we see him in AW? Do, do we do a full gear appearance? Do we wait? Do we do like, um, lead up promos to his arrival do you do a shocker like how do you you don't have to go into a huge explanation but how do you fantasy book bray or Wyndham showing up in aw because assuming that's he's going where he's going yeah it's it's a great question and I, i'm only joking about it. i like bray Wyatt too i'm at the level of fandom that you and tommy are of course but i respect the hell out of him and i want to see him on tv like i said 
from the Joe Money question of the week last week. I want him in a wrestling ring. Yeah. Um, you know, it's hard, right? Because AEW has just been able to just literally be that darling. I've said it a bunch of times before. I don't I hate to sound like I'm just using the same rhetoric, but they've been like the wrestling darling, the place where if you get released, you can kind of come here and have a great career still. So you want to be careful, right? Because there's going to come a point in time where you're going to have pay-per-views and all people are going to look forward to is who's coming next, right? It's like almost like watching like those Marvel movies where it's like you watch the movie, but you want to see what's the, what's the mid-credit scene, what's the post-credit scene, what's going to happen next, you you want to you, sometimes you get so ahead of yourself. So I want them to like, in my opinion, you got to be careful, right? Because the last pay per view you had, I mean, you had Punk and Brian and I mean, and Cole, no, I'm sorry, Punk debuted on Rampage. My bad. You had Brian and Cole, like that was huge, dude. Yeah. That was like that's like groundbreaking stuff. It's not little. It's huge stuff in the wrestling world. So you want to be careful with 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 Bray or 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 Wyndham, however you you know whatever he's going to go under his title. Um, because you don't want him to debut and then have nothing to do. If I look at the landscape of AEW right now, and I try to kind of fantasy book where you can input him, it's easy to say, you know, with, I mean, with, uh, God, I can't even, Malachi Black, but does, but does that make even sense? Yeah. Because they're both just dark characters and supernatural characters. doesn't make the perfect sense. I mean, it's easy. And Tommy shared this the other day in our in our group chat. And dude, it was probably one of the best things you. I mean, Tommy shared some good stuff. But this is a good one, where it's like you play WWE 2K22, and you start NXT, you become champion, you get called up, you get released, you must continue playing the game in AEW. You feud with Cody Rhodes. Maybe it's one of those things where it sounds funny, but maybe he feuds with Cody Rhodes. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, second generation talents and. You know, it just I don't I don't want Cody to be like the the, the doormat, but yeah. it kind of makes a little bit of sense at the same time, right? To you can push Cody to his limit, right? Because it might Bray be the only way place. that Cody earns respect too, if he's just the right, that's what I'm saying, right? You I know, right? It you could push Cody to his limit of almost the breaking heel turn, which is what we want to see as fans, right? The mind games that that Wyndham can play with him. And 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 the control he can have can really actually probably set up as a good feud. Back to your original question, how do you fantasy book him? I think you probably do it with Cody Rhodes. It's crazy that sounds. <laughs> I think that's where it makes the most sense. Um, when I know his, I know his. I guess no compete was up this past Friday, the last week. I mean, there's still some time to full gear. I just you got to be careful with characters like that. You know, you you want to you want to handle it really well. I think AEW can handle it. I just think full gear might be a little bit too soon. Is Cody, I, I is, hate to say it to you and Tommy, I, you know, I think maybe one more pay-per-view is Cody. Um, do we know if Cody has a match at full gear yet? Or are we still I don't think so. Okay. Think Not at the moment. Hmm. Cause I, yeah, I'm trying to think first of all, I don't even know how they, his character type of character is going to be like cult leader. Bray is he going to be fiend style Bray, like with like a creepy mess and shit. We don't even know what kind of character. So it's right from hearing that knowing nothing about his character. We do how, I mean, again, it's strictly fantasy booking because we don't know how he's going to be represented. Like, if it was a cult thing, does he come in with Braun, Bo Dallas, and Eric Rowan as their things are being rumored? So, like, they're all available. Like, they're all free agents, too. Bo's wrestling again. Um, Braun and Bo are wrestling at the same show. There's a connection there. Eric Rowan's still, I don't know what he hasn't wrestled in a while. Is he still wrestling? I have no idea. Um, It's, are they like going to show respect to Brody or is he going to go? I had the prediction of maybe him going and just destroying the dark order. 
for giving Brody like a bad name, like kind of acknowledging that Brody's wife works there. Now. Amy works there now. Um, she's up contracted with AEW. So like she, they, it's, I mean, anything could happen. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think it's, if he does go after Cody, I'm cool with that. Um, could he go right after Hangman? I'm cool. I mean, I'm biased, but I'm cool with that too. Go right to the top. I don't care. Uh, I'm assuming Hangman, Hangman's going to win um, at full gear. We'll get to predictions next week. But uh, I think I, I said this the last time, I think, or the last time we talked about it, I don't know if it was on the, on air or in text. You have Hangman win that belt. Dark Order comes down, celebrates with him. Lights go out. Bray shows up. Happy and takes care of everybody. Be amazing. And just stands over him. I it, I don't I don't like people, especially former WWE guys, getting shot right to the top. But it's different with him, man. Yeah. We seen what we seen what Tony let lets uh, Malachi do with his character, kind of takes full control. Imagine Bray getting full control. What he was fighting for in WWE, we saw what he he had like minimal creative control with himself over there and we saw what he could do bro yeah it's endless right tommy mm-hmm. we, we got to be excited dude so oh, like, absolutely yeah and, um, and, him, and him tweeting everything this and that it's like it's a tease man i mean yeah, come bro. on already please <laughs> so that it's it's something like i know jerry's like you said don't blow all the all the surprises every pay-per-view but like we have a few coming up, maybe like we have Bray now KO in a couple months. Like this could be. It's okay. I think it might be okay. I don't know. I don't. Know. I I'd be okay if we saw him. A full I think gear. you and Tommy are being homers, but I hear you. We are. No, we are. It's like almost like I was thinking about last night. I'm like I'm kind of like looking forward to full gear, great matches, and I'm just hoping to see Bray. And I won't be disappointed if I don't. Like I'm watching Dynamite every week. Like is he going to show up this week? I don't know. Yeah. He he That's can. They want. And they're keeping they're keeping us coming back. It might not be till next year for all the fuck we know. So, dude, I don't know. We'll see what happens, man. I'm. I mean, it's very exciting. I'm gonna end it here. I I was gonna bring up every like negative shit about WWE again, but I'm not. And then a high note, talking about Bray, our boy. Talking about AEW, the best wrestling show on TV right now. And uh, I I do like the one I I I know Tom hates Excalibur. But I do like that he calls Rampage the the fastest sixty minutes in rest in professional wrestling. I love that like that that title. Yeah, that that's awesome. I I enjoy the hell out of Rampage. I really do. I love oh, that. Yeah. It's just sixty yeah. minutes. It's just so nice to be able to just watch it. My thing is when you bring in all this talent, though, you got to up that to two hours. I think. Uh, oh, man, actually, I think I don't know if you can do that like contractually, but like. I think you have all this talent. Like when when the dude, they have other shows, they have yeah, other but it's shows. YouTube, they... dude. I don't want to see Bray Wyatt on YouTube. Yeah, I don't want to yeah, see no. Kevin Owens and no, Kenny no, Omega no, no. on YouTube. No, you see him on Dynamite. Two hours. I know, but oh, it's too much. Too much. It's not, like it is too much to intake everything, but like for AEW, it's not too much. I don't know. That's what just what makes it so special is that it, they literally give you the fastest sixty minutes of professional wrestling, and and like that's their that's their line, that's, that's their, their thing, man. It's great. Movie. Bring it to Saturday nights, dude. Saturday, yeah. Saturday evening, six o'clock, six to eight. Let's go. Perfect dinner time. Fucking sitting home at dinner. You don't have kids, so I guess like I'm stuck at home every week. So like I'm cool with it. Like you got shit to do. You got a business to run. So I understand why you wouldn't want that. But uh, <laughs> got you covered alive for all your party rental needs. Hit me up. We have to that with heaters. You got heaters. Heaters. It's cold oh, out. Heaters. If you're if you're on the island, it's cold out. I got heaters, bro. We got oh, and those heaters work up to fifteen hundred square feet. I mean, wow. no, yeah, fifteen hundred square feet, baby. Wow. Warm you. 
we'll hit your house if you need <laughs> well, okay i might call you on that um episode 79 before we ended here mvps of the week uh nick <laughs> nicky noodles is not here to go first bad news sorry brother you delivered bad news you got to be the first one who you got i was gonna say nick Khan, but i don't want to do that um, oh boy now i'll go i'll go all right talk about a heel turn yeah, i'll go um yeah, i'll go with woods king woods in that match last that was a good match him and the usos okay cool my bad sorry i was gonna text from the wife um i'm gonna go i had a couple there's a few this week uh, i'm gonna go max caster for okay. uh for calling out this is a late one late to the party but calling out johnny ace that son of a bitch um and then if you if you want to revisit something go watch cm punk uh promo on johnny ace and triple h and kind of mm-hmm. from like 20 I think 2011 2011 yeah. just, just youtube it yeah. and uh he basically calls out johnny ace for what, what do you fire everyone but saying the budget cuts or like whatever i don't know it's he knew what he was talking about 11 years ago and just still relevant mm-hmm. to every time they release people so go find, yep. go find that out but max caster we love you here at the wrestling journal podcast and uh you just oh, keep it, more of you keep going yeah just keep it real keep him on tv please jesus christ yeah, exactly um nj3 that guy absolutely won me over i know at first i wasn't warm to it i know i was like yeah there was a john cena by a rip off but i'm all in so i i re- i re- definitely redact my uh my statements earlier i am all on the max caster train um and that was going to be my mvp and I like that. I like Tommy's, you know, Xavier was, no, I can't take it. It's okay. I'm going to go with John Moxley. Um, okay. I, I think, uh, I think what he's doing right now is, is, you know, good for you, man. Take care of you and your family. That's what always has to come first. And I respect the hell out of you and, and respect the hell out of that. So I, I, uh, my MVP goes to John Moxley. I wish you nothing but the best on this journey. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, a solid pick there. I think that's, that's the one, uh, like I said, episode 79 in the books. Boys, hell of a week. Next week's full gear. We'll get into predictions next week. Everyone, enjoy your weekend. Take care. Stay safe. Watch pro wrestling. <laughs> <laughs>